It's time to swing into the golf world of today. I don't think I've had this much fun on a golf show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart, sponsored by TaylorMade. Terrific voice, and you have enthusiasm. Now your host, the director of fun. Give me that guy all day. He's the best. Keith Stewart. Good afternoon, and happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Welcome to The Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to ESPN 920. It's time to step away from the table, maybe take a walk, Spend a moment with us and turn up the volume. The PGA, European, and LPGA Tours wrapped up play for 2021 on Sunday. Speaking of the LPGA, we have one of their leading superstars with us today. Their brand is booming, and our guest is one of the main reasons why. Tour life is paused, but you can't stop us. Pro Show, let's go. It's a big holiday weekend, and there's no better place for me on Black Friday than right here on the mic with my good friend. Happy Thanksgiving there, Mr. Wade Weezer. Safely away from that nonsense in the stores. You know, I wonder if the the nonsense has to be just as great as it's ever been, right? Sure. If you're into nonsense on this particular day. One time in my life I ever did this, and I would never do it again. Yeah. Well, speaking of nonsense, how was your Thanksgiving yesterday? It was lovely. Yes? Lovely. I I, um, had an admirable showing at the the plate, Um, but nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. It was respect. It was within established parameters for being a slob on Thanksgiving. You know what? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed myself. Moments of it were um, epic. Oh, really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Dare I say historic. <laughs> we have some numbers to be challenged yeah. in the future. Yeah, I didn't weigh anything, but uh, let alone myself this morning. But uh, it was fantastic. It was a fantastic day. Great to be at my sister's up there in uh, the Armonk area and uh, having a great time with my family. Um, everyone was in good spirits. We skipped it last year mm-hmm. um, for uh, you know all the, we, yeah. for all the right reasons. So it was great to get back to that tradition and uh, have a little fun, mind you. Agreed. One hundred percent. Oh, uh, speaking of, how Fun. did your uh, your 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 website, your new launch go? Well, I know it launched, but how has it been since then? Oh, all right. So, great so we're, question. We're, we're a week in the, almost two full, almost two full, almost weeks. two full weeks. But what's important in bringing up now was that after the first full week, yes. right? The reaction, yes, 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 yes. Um, not only to the wagers and the weekend winners, but um, it's been really inspiring. It's been kind of cool because um, I didn't realize how much people really wanted something like this. You know, they they are fired up. I mean, I have got people coming out of the woodwork everywhere and they are so happy for me, us, everyone, everyone involved in this. Um, it's been great, man. It's been great. Check it out. Readtheline.com. We're having so much fun. The reaction was so much. I had to write something for Brooks and Bryson in the match this wow. afternoon. I know. I know. Give I mean, them what they want. It, I mean, yeah, at the time that I'm writing it, I don't even know what 12 holes they're playing. But people right. people, people wanted, you know, gambling content. They were so sad that all the tours were paused and, and pretty much off until we come back to Kapalua and, and, uh, in January. So, uh, you know, I, I, I give the people what they want. And uh, they want more of Read the Line. So if you haven't checked it out yet, um, get on that quickly. And uh, one thing I can't wait to check out this afternoon is that we have a woman by the name of Roberta Bowman with us this afternoon. And Roberta is the Chief Brand and Communications Officer at the LPGA. Now, you know 
And if you read the line, you know I love me some LPGA. Yes. Right? I love following it. I love promoting it. I love my hoodie I'm wearing today, my tie-dye hoodie for the LPGA in honor of our guest, right? So for the past three years, she's been in charge of their storytelling. And um, she's going to join us this afternoon. They had a really great year, and uh, which takes me right into talking about their CME Group Tour Championship, which is cleaned up there on Sunday afternoon. You had number one in the world, number two in the world, tied for the lead going into the last day. Uh, Jin Young Ko shoots 63, and she had to because she only won by one. She shoots 63 and nine birdies on the final day, mm. and she still only wins by one. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, Nasa Hatooka shoots 64. She's right there, right, right there behind her. Um, Nelly's had an unbelievable year, number one in the world. Love that storyline. But if you look at the second half, Jin Young Ko's last nine starts, five wins, almost 30. She has 29 rounds in the 60s. 11 of those of those rounds in those last nine starts were bogey free. Her scoring average is like 67 and change. And she's hit almost 88 or 90 percent of her greens in regulation. So she closes out the weekend hitting her last 63 greens in regulation. I mean, there is no better barometer to measure consistency, consistency than the, the fact word. that the she's putting the ball in play and then she's putting it on the green when she has to. What a year. I mean, she's had, she won, she gets the biggest prize in women's golf, 1.5 million. Uh, she's had five wins this year, 13 top tens and 19 events, one miscut. I don't know what happened that week. I don't know. Hey, uh, everyone's, you know, <laughs> everyone gets a pass. <laughs> one, please. 19 events. I mean, you have to understand something. For her to get to 3.5 million, it doesn't sound like a lot because we're always used to the men's PGA Tour numbers. But I mean, that's a huge number. The, the prize, the first place prize alone for this past weekend was 1.5 million. There was only three women on tour that had earned more than 1.5 million all year with right, one event wow. to go. So it's just just a fantastic story. We won't see the LPG again till January 20th, but we have this afternoon with Roberta to recap everything and, and maybe get a small preview of what's coming up next. Um, what's coming up next in this conversation is a little recap of the men down there at Sea Island. We had some fun with that. Read the line for the RSM Classic. We had the celebrity guest picker there from Sea Island Golf Club, Mr. Brandon Veal. He was the he's the director of golf down there, and um, it seems as if the best player this fall on the men's side, Mr. Taylor Gooch, finally came through and got his first PGA Tour win. Listen to this guy's fall. I mean, I know I'm going to sound like a stat machine or whatever this afternoon, but I am recapping so what was an unbelievable Sunday in golf. Right. Okay. There were four events in Sunday in golf. I, we've done one. We're on number two. Okay. Number two, Taylor Gooch. This guy's fall. He finishes fourth, eleventh, fifth, eleventh, sixtieth. I don't know. It's like Jin Young Ko's miscut. I don't know what happened there. And then he finishes first this week. Unbelievable. Yeah. He's moved up to thirty-three in the world. Great ball striker. Um, just a just a really nice, marketable PGA Tour pro. Guy's been out there a couple years from Oklahoma State. He's thirty years old. Congratulations for that win. Now, story number three. Over there, DP World Tour Championship, which is a fancy name for the European Tour that we all grew up on, right? right. Colin Morikawa in a duel with Rory McIlroy. You wake up Sunday morning, Morikawa birdies five of his last seven holes. Rory makes a couple bogeys, rips his shirt off like Hulk Hogan. Hulk, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Pardon me. Both of them. Right? Both of them. Yes, both of them. And he, he's the first American to win the race to Dubai. Morikawa is the man. It's unbelievable. Story number three is 
the guy just kills it. He closes with a 66. Um, it's it's just Morikawa continues to amaze me in so many different ways. So um, in a way to kind of transition to my fourth and biggest story from Sunday in golf, right? I want to do just a little bit of a um, retrospective look back at Morikawa's first 60 starts on the PGA Tour or first first 60 professional starts because we're going to include some European or DP World starts as well. He's got two majors, six wins. He's 24 years old. Mm-hmm. And he's got 24 top That's 10s. That's crazy, 24 years old. 24 years old. 24 top 10s, right? He's only missed a cut five times. He's got 18.5 million banked, right? He was a star from the Ryder Cup. He's the first American to win the race to Dubai. So... There was a little three-second video that came out on Sunday morning. Okay. I don't know if you caught wind. I did not. Did you catch wind of this there, Mr. Wade did, Weezer? I did not catch wind. Well, the the golf world was set on its ear when Tiger Woods released his golf swing. Now you're going to say, okay, yes, I saw now it. Okay, yeah, now I yeah, saw yeah, it. Yes, yes. You know, three-second video uh, with a quote, making progress, dot, 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 right? Uh, I think 24 hours, they had 7 million views. Yeah, insane. Yeah, I think this... It's got to set a record for the shortest video to get the most views in such a short period of time. I mean, it's got... I mean, it's it's obviously rivaling the baby shark. But, I mean, it's it's unbelievable, man. And he's, he's taking swings and he's back. So I did a little look. I was like, you know what? I've got access to these things. Let's look at Tiger's first 60 professional starts. And let's kind of compare the two. So against Morikawa, Morikawa, we said, had two majors. Tiger, one major. Morikawa, six wins. Tiger had 11 wins right. in his first 60, right? Colin, 24 top 10s. Tiger, 36 top 10s, okay? Colin, he's got him here. 18.5 million in the bank. Tiger, 8.4 million. You know, Colin's always very, he's always very appreciative when he wins. He says the same thing all the time. Thank those people around you that support you, that love you. Thank everyone at the tournament, the volunteers. You know, he's he's very, very good at putting things into perspective, yep. right? Um, this Thanksgiving holiday, I think he should send a personal note to Tiger to thank him for an extra $10 million. <laughs> Unbelievable. What he's but, thankful for. You know, we make these comparisons all the time, and I'm guilty of it as anybody, but when it comes right down to it, there really hasn't been anybody that's made this much of a plunge in the professional game. I mean, Nelly has had a great year because she's 23 years old, but we need her to do a couple more things in her, her upcoming starts. Morikawa is impressive, man. Yeah. In 60 starts, two majors, um, both debuts at those specific events. Uh, six wins, and you know we would definitely agree that where when Tiger came out in '96, um, the golf landscape is more involved and it is it's way more competitive than it's ever been. Right. So um, it it's interesting. Um, and uh, hey, man, Tiger's swinging again. And to everybody out there who you know jumped real quick to the Masters or and they said you know oh Tiger's four, like I think I think he's down to thirty five to one odds to win it. <laughs> With one swing, three, one three-second swing, okay? And everybody's like, well, he won't even play in the Masters. He won't play in this. He won't play in that. Folks, just never bring, against bring the Bring the AirPods in close here, okay? And listen to me, all right? I spent five years watching that man train, practice, win majors, win millions of dollars, okay? That swing that he posted the other day, I got news for you, Wade Weezer, and everyone that's listening. Yes, sir. That was not his first swing, okay? 
There's no way. Tiger is as detail oriented as anyone has ever been right. as an as a professional athlete. So he's closer okay? than you think. All right. I guarantee you that wasn't the first take. Okay. If he's showing off his swing, he knows how much conversation is going to be surrounding that. So don't be surprised if he's a little further down the line than you think. Yep. Nobody knows what's going on inside his inner circle except those that are graced with that opportunity. Trust me when I tell you, the cat's closer than you think. And, you know, for me and for everyone that's watching, you can get excited. You should get excited. Yeah, he probably won't win the Masters, but he's back. Ten months removed from an unbelievable accident. And we have the man, the myth, the legend, the bear, the goat is is just, you know, it's Thanksgiving's amazing. here. It's, amazing. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. He's had some awful Thanksgivings, but this one's going to be a great one. And congratulations to him. And I'm so happy that at the very, very least, he's walking around and will be able to play golf going forward with his son in, in some way, shape, or form. Now, speaking of golf in some way, shape, or form, uh, we're less than an hour to the big match, Brooks versus Bryson. Everyone's calling it a money grab. Face it, folks. You don't want to go back to the dinner table or talk to your crazy aunt or anything like that. Turn it on. Watch it. I'm sure it's going to be entertaining. It's only 12 holes. Uh, four closest to the pins. They're going to have a long drive. Um, you know, it's Black Friday. If you want to get in the black, I'd go with Bryson on the long drive contest and uh, hop on one of those uh, gambling institutions and make a little cash there. It'll it'll help for whatever's being spent today. That's for sure. Um, speaking of spending some quality time, not only with others, but with the golf community, let's uh, give a quick reminder here of our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. And that's the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section. And they're committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. Led by PGA professionals, programming for youth, military veterans, and individuals with special needs provides the opportunity to experience the game in a welcoming environment. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about their programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. You know, Wade, that takes me back real quick to last week's guest, Jared. Mm -hmm. On, you talk, I talked earlier about reaction to read the line. Right. Pales into comparison how much people loved Jared Forrest. Good. Good. Kudos it's to him. Guess. Keep supporting him and all his work and Chris Hunt at the New Jersey Golf Foundation with PGA Hope. Unbelievable program. And we have an unbelievable guest coming up. It's 3.15 p.m. here in New York. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a moment with the LPGA's king of communication, Roberta Bowman. I wish turkey only cost a nickel. Oh, I love turkey on Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Zubin Mahente. All NFL players get paid a lot. You're not going to get paid more than me, though, because I'm the guy when it comes to clearing it out. Y'all take care of me. Spoken like a true wide receiver. Way to go, Roscoe <laughs> well, Jenkins, team Mark, of me. Mark, his name is first on the show, so we get it. You know, we get it. Me, me Sean, as they like to call me, for those that don't know me. But anyway. Sean, J. Will, and Zubin. Weekday mornings at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio or streaming live on the ESPN app. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the New Jersey PGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf. 
With a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming led by PGA professionals, so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. An exciting new development is coming soon as the Inspiration Golf Range on the campus of the Lions VA Medical Center in Somerset County will serve as a new golf training facility for Special Olympics New Jersey, as well as the new home site for the PGA Hope, a rehabilitative golf program for veterans. To support the New Jersey Golf Foundation or learn more about programs and special events, please visit NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or call 732-465-1212. That's NewJerseyGolfFoundation.org or 732-465-1212. Time to get back on course as the pro show continues. Great show and great questions. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the Pro Show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. You're listening to ESPN 920. 2021 was an awesome year for the LPGA. 30 events, thousands attended, and millions watched worldwide. Roberta Bowman is the lead LPGA storyteller, and her team has pivoted the past couple years and produced one heck of a season. Nelly is number one, Jin Young Ko's sensational second half, rookie major winners, and the introduction of a new commissioner. Her poise under pressure of a tour's return from a pandemic has been powerful. I bet she is about to tell us something more than good. Yes, there, Mr. Wade Weezer. Nice hit on that song. And let us welcome the LPGA's lead storyteller, Roberta Bowman. Welcome to the Pro Show. How are you on this Black Friday afternoon? I am fantastic, Keith. A little shaka Khan to get us going and talking to you. And Friday after Thanksgiving, it doesn't get much better than this. Well, hey, let's jump right into it. It's easy to get going. The close that you had on Sunday or this past weekend at the CME Group Tour Championship, I mean, does it get any better? What was the experience like there down in Naples? It was the perfect finale to the season, Keith. You've got the rivalry of number one and number two. You've got an amazing sponsor like Terry Duffy and CME just dropping two more million dollars and an exciting commitment for the future. And you've got uh, really what, what golf fans live for, and that is great golf, great rivalry, and a way to orchestrate the end of a season that none of us will forget. Well, you mentioned the season there. Describe 2021 in one word. Ooh, I like that. Well, I mean, it's an homage to Jerry Seinfeld from way back when. It was spectacular. I love it, Elaine. That was great. <laughs> that is great. So, all right. At the start of the year, things were a lot different in our world than they are now. So, kind of take us through it, right? Um, what were you all thinking in the beginning? And obviously, you had high expectations. I mean, did you exceed them? Where do you stand now? Okay, and I'm actually going to go back because this was a year that was really 18 months because from the moment we re resumed play in 
late July 2020. It's, it's been nonstop since then. We really had no off-season. So uh, we went from grateful to play and taking all the right precautions and grateful for having these opportunities for our fans to watch us, even if it was only through television, to creating this sense of drama and engagement in new stars that we never imagined. So it, uh, it, it was uh, really the fulfilling key of the promise and potential of the LPGA uh, over the course of these past 18 months. It, uh, it, it really uh, was a blend of new stars and uh, and uh, creating new drama, as well as reminding some of us that some of the players that have been around for a while, like Inby Park and Anna Nordquist, they still got it. So uh, uh, it, it was great. What did it feel like to you from a fan's perspective? Well, I tell you, it's like one story built upon another. You know, you start the year with the quarter sisters going back to back. Then you have Annika. Right. So she's reintroduced to the fold. And then you have this rookie, powerful winner out there at the ANA. And you were like, holy cow, like what kind of place is, is women's golf in right now? Then we roll into this unbelievable venue at the Olympic Club. And we had their director of golf on this show, Will Hutter, and he couldn't have been more excited. And we had Craig Annis on the show to talk about, you know, at the time about what the USGA was doing to promote the women's game. Things are really getting fired up. Now, as a PGA professional, world's number one Nelly takes over in Atlanta. What a great story that was. The shootout that she had on Sunday leads me into the summer. After the summer, you have the Solheim. Great theater there at Inverness, right? back into the fall, and then the fall just becomes this big Jin Young Ko story. And, you know, I'm a fan of the game. I'm a PGA professional. I realize how hard it is to play at the type, at the level with which that she did in the second half. And we went over this in the first segment. We were talking about Jin Young Ko and her last nine starts. And it's just unbelievable. She's had 29 rounds in the 60s, 11 that were bogey-free. Her scoring average was like 67 and change. She won five times. It's 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 uncanny what she was able to do. And then with one week to go, number one Nelly comes back, four-way playoff. She wins. And then Jin Young Ko has to fire 63 on Sunday on the last round of the season to win by one, by one. And she, and she goes nine birdies and no bogeys. I mean, from a fan's perspective, I mean, it, it's, it's better than most. That's for sure. Yeah. It's better than most. But let me add just a couple of things to, to the Jin Young Co statistics. 63 consecutive greens in regulation. Think about that. I, I can't. Uh, when, I, when I go out and play with my friends, I play your Jin Young Co. And I compete against two statistics. That's one. 63 consecutive greens in regulation. My best is, uh, I don't know, maybe 10, maybe 12. The other mind-boggling statistic that Jin Young Ko owns is she was on a stretch of 114 consecutive holes without a bogey. I play that game with my friends. Maybe I get five uh, without a bogey. But just think about that level of consistency and excellence. That woman uh, and what she does to show off what golf can be is is just extraordinary. And then you pair her with Nellie, who plays a different kind of game, 
and it's fun to watch. So you did, Keith, I have to say, uh, you could do my job. You did a great job just going through some of the highlights of the year. But let me just add one. Ryan O'Toole breaking through for her first win after 228 starts, 11 years on tour. So I got to tell you, this notion of that Cinderella story, you add that to the rivalries. And I have to say, I think the LPGA has it all in terms of that emotional arc of being a fan of the game. All right. You mentioned it right there. 11 years on tour. So she would have started around the same time that you were on the board of directors for the LPGA back in 2010. Correct. I'm going to go back to that boardroom, to those whiteboards. Okay. Mm -hmm. Was there any visionary in there that could possibly imagine where you are now with this brand? Because I mean, it is off the charts and you know, people are going to say, Oh, Keith has all this hyperbole and everything like people know, seriously, pay attention to what's going on. Millions of dollars are being flooded towards the LPGA and they are going to become the flagship for women's professional athletics worldwide. You just watch. This is what's going to happen because golf is so popular around the world. Thanks to the pandemic. Thanks to, you know, this family resurgence in the game. It's amazing. So I, I think about this because there's so many smart people on that board 11 years ago. Did anyone could, could anyone picture this? Uh I don't, I don't know that we could, because when you're on a board, your job is to get us to the next year and towards a direction in the future. And, you know, the LPGA was, was coming out of uh, a global downturn in the economy. We had a transition to a commissioner at that time as well. And, and frankly, it was a rebuilding time for the LPGA, kind of saved the LPGA at a time when it was weakened. And fast forward 11 years, and not only uh, did Mike Wan do a magnificent job saving the LPGA, but he's the one that moved us down that path of a global tour. And that, what started as a survival strategy, has become really the North Star of where the LPGA is heading. So we've gone from rebuilding the tour to reimagining the tour. And that's been just a, a, an incredible opportunity to be a part of. And now under Molly's leadership, Molly Marcus-Simon joined us in August of this year as our ninth commissioner. She starts where we are today, and she's got this incredible vision of where we're going in the future. And uh, all I can say is, uh, this is our time to quote her. The, uh, the popularity of golf that you talked about, Keith, has been there. And just, I think, people are starting to discover the LPGA for the first time. And when you're a fan of good golf, you don't care whether it's a man or a woman, whether it's a senior or a junior. You admire the love of the game and the talent for the game. And so uh, we are, I think, at the early stages of the next transformation of the game and it's one where people are proud to be associated with the LPGA and the unique story as well as approach to the game that women's golf brings. I'm going to steal a couple of your words there, two of them in particular. Incredible opportunity. Folks, if you're just joining us this afternoon, we have Roberta Bowman with us. She's the chief brand and communications officer for the LPGA. The one that gets out in front and tells the story. 
talks to corporations and talks to all of us, the fans. So it's Thanksgiving weekend. Um, it's a retrospective time. We feel a lot of gratitude. You probably enjoyed some turkey yesterday. But looking back over 2021, personally, what are you most proud of? I love that question. Uh, Thanksgiving is the perfect time to reflect on where you've been. And I'd say five things. So, so, so bear with me, Keith, and your listeners. First thing I'm thankful for is that the tour was able to play safely. Uh, coming out of the pandemic. And that was no easy feat because we are a global tour, played in five countries. Our players were safe and just as importantly, and in fact more so, the communities that hosted our events were able to be safe as well. So that's number one. Number two is um, this little thing we called the Hoodie Project. You, uh, I know you're a, a proud wearer of the Hoodie Project. That taught us so much about our fans and and their engagement and loyalty to the LPGA. We passed a million dollars in gross sales of those hoodies and and never really imagined that before. Third thing I'm really proud of is the storytelling that we've done at the LPGA and giving our fans a glimpse of the, the person behind the player and our Our players have embraced that. Our fans have embraced that. And people outside of golf and sport have embraced that. So that's helped us grow our fan base. Four things, we have incredible partners. Uh, I mentioned Terry Duffy and CME Group, and with the stroke of a pen, what he has done to enrich the tour. I'll also lift out KPMG and the work that was introduced this year to improve and quantify the stats of our professionals. And what that does is take uh, subjectivity out of the conversation. These women deserve the respect of golf fans, and now we have the data to show it. And the last thing I'm really proud of, the LPGA tour came to Metro New York and New Jersey last year with the Cognizant Founders Cup. And we love that market. We love our fans in Metro New York and New Jersey and look forward to coming back in the future. I might be a little biased on that one because I I certainly love my fans here in the New York City market, for sure. What a list. I mean, geez, and that's just one year. Play safely. Play safely. A project for hoodies. Powerful storytelling. Partners. And of course, um, you know, the event that you had at Mountain Ridge in that unbelievable win by Jin Young Ko, uh, what a week that was. I spent the week up there watching everything and uh, boy, Cognizant was amazing. The ladies were amazing competing and to see the machine that is the LPGA roll into town and just put on an unbelievable spectacle um, was really worthy of the number one city in the world. You know, I say that I have a bias. I'm from New Jersey. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you all should be here for multiple weeks like you were with the ShopRite and then with the Founders Cup. And I'm so happy the Founders Cup itself because I love that event. I loved meeting Nancy Lopez and some of the other founders. Uh, I was doing a clinic for the New Jersey Golf Foundation. It was really, really cool. And it's, it's there's no doubt. Again, we'll touch upon Thanksgiving that golf is in a really great place now. I want to try to dig in a little bit here in your background, Roberta, because, you know, you have been a sustainability expert 
in your corporate life. Okay, so if people look Roberta Bowman up and you Google her or whatever, she spent a number of years keeping projects on point, sustaining our world and doing all sorts of things that I can't possibly describe (laughs) in a manner with which it's going to do it any justice. But I want to steal that word sustainability because you are a sustainability officer. We have this sudden surge in golf. More people are playing. It's the greatest round count ever. Okay. What can we do based upon your background and your way to think things through with a sustainability perspective? I'm a PGA professional. There's so many golf professionals and golf operators that listen to this show and fans. What can we all do to make sure that we sustain this surge going forward in 2022? I love that question, Keith. And and good things are happening, by the way. Uh, But I... When you're a sustainability uh, professional, which um, thank you for for that uh, that feedback and that honor, but you're always learning. And one of the places that I've learned from are the the growth of the off course golf activities, uh, Top Golf, uh, some of those other facilities. And what I look at when I see that are organizations that are committed to making golf fun. And just getting people started in a game, they don't need equipment, they don't need to know how to dress, they don't need to know the etiquette, they just come out and swing a club and have fun. So I think the challenge is, uh, you know, that's, that's probably the most important word, is uh, at a certain point in life, the elite game is, is only for a very small group of people. Let's make golf fun, let's reduce the barriers, uh, that make golf so exclusive and make it a more welcoming environment where everyone feels not just that they're welcome, but they belong there as well. And, and that's a different mindset. Welcoming is this notion of, you know, it's okay for you to come here. Belonging is where you have this sense of affiliation and that, uh, and that you're part of this incredible community. So I think those are, are just a couple of the ideas there. Uh, I think the other opportunity for us, uh, there is great growth, but there's still great potential there as well. My life was changed because of golf. I, I feel like uh, whatever I can do to create that same connection for others, I want to do that. And we have this, this opportunity for golf to become uh, more like the world around us. And there's, there's room for all of us. Uh, and, and so that's what we find so exciting at the LPGA. We are, in many ways, the face of diversity in golf. And we have some experience in terms of uh, starting people wherever they are, whether you're a young girl in golf, or whether you are taking it up at retirement, we have a way to connect to you and uh, help help you enjoy the game that we love. So uh, lots of potential there, lots of good partnerships happening with the PGA of America, with the tour, and with the USGA as well. And I think together we are on the cusp of this this new future, this reimagining of a future of golf. Well, you know what? We are more than just getting started with this conversation. But my producer wants me to welcome a uh, a little bit of a, a commercial break here. So, Roberta, hold on tight for a second, okay? Will do. 
Up next, more with one of the LPGA's leading ladies, Roberta Bowman. Thanks for listening to ESPN 920. We'll be back in a couple. Mike Greenberg is Greeny. Chris Paul is one of those guys whose numbers, if you look at them, are so good that they almost seem made up. But, you know, he was never on the best team all those years in New Orleans. Wasn't able to go to the Lakers. Winds up on the Clippers. Then they fell short. But now here he is, the veteran presence on this otherwise very young Phoenix team. It would mean everything to his legacy. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And watch exclusively on ESPN+. Today's interview is brought to you by Summit Golf Brands. Golf's coolest company offers everything you need to look great while you play your best. As the weather starts to turn, you have to be prepared for on and off the course. Take a look at the award-winning zero-restriction line of active and outerwear. Yes, ladies, they offer yoga pants and city windbreakers. The Urban Wind Jacket will have your friends asking where you got it. Guys, if you want that cool off-the-course look on the links, try the new Champ Hoodie. It's a hybrid wind jacket with ultra-soft sleeves and lining. You can immediately tell Summit believes in creating products that people really want. Right now, Zero Restriction is offering an exclusive 25% off discount with code STUART25! So run, don't walk to that computer, and head to ZeroRestriction.com for all your cool golf and lifestyle gear needs. you got a great voice for radio. Time to get back on course. Face for radio. <laughs> I get a lot of that, too. As the Pro Show continues, once again, Keith Stewart. It's the Pro Show, and I'm Keith Stewart. Welcome back to New Jersey's ESPN 920. Now, people say golf is in a really good place. Well, it took great leadership to get us to this point. One way or another, executives like Roberta Bowman came together and brought our game to its highest level ever. Combine that with the big cat taking some swings on Sunday. I cannot wait for what's in store in 2022. One way or another, we're going to get back to this conversation. Roberta Bowman, welcome back to the Pro Show. You having some fun this afternoon? I could be here all afternoon, Keith. So this is a ball. Thank you. Well, it beats holiday shopping on Black Friday. I could tell you that much. It's guaranteed. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, what can you, we talk about next? Well, you know, one of the things that drives me nuts and um, from, a, from a couple of different perspectives, and you, I know, are the person to talk to about this. In 2022, can we improve the TV coverage of the LPGA or what are you all working on? I know that there's very smart minds involved and I know there's contracts and all sorts of commitments and things that take place. But um, I'm the type of person that likes to um, follow the ladies. I love to break down the statistics and, and the courses that they play. And then, you know, I like to allow my listeners the opportunity to maybe wager on their weekend winners. And Two weeks ago, I was involved and I had Lydia Ko to win the Pelican Women's Championship. And she's in a four-way playoff. And friends of mine, fans of the show, everyone, Twitter blew up because we couldn't watch these ladies. How is this going to get better in 2022? Because as a fan, I really, really want it to get better for you and for the players. Yeah, and I have to say, Keith, uh, we felt that frustration as well. And, and I dare say the folks, are, our important partners at Golf Channel did as well. We had this marquee uh, playoff, a marquee conclusion, and it, it just, we made it hard <clears throat> for our fans to find it. 
what I can say is that um, all of us are committed to uh, more options and continuous improvement. We bring to the broadcast a golfer's mindset, and that is better every time and every day. Uh, obviously, it's in our best interest for the broadcast to be accessible, to be entertaining, and there's lots of good things that we can learn there. So uh, all I can say is uh, you have the commitment of the LPGA and Golf Channel to continue to find new ways to make that better. Uh, I will also say this, that uh, we are going through transitions in a lot of places in life, and communications, technology, and fandom is one, is one of those areas. So uh, beyond the broadcast itself, which uh, admittedly is probably our most important brand-building opportunity every week, we're finding new ways to connect our fans with our players through uh, docu-series that you'll uh, see and hear a little bit more of next season through just that player engagement that you talked about in terms of storytelling. But uh, to you, to our fans, all I will say is uh, we hear you. We want to do better. And uh, that is probably our greatest focus is continuous improvement in the broadcast. You know what? I, you know, I, it, it's a tough question, and you answered it well. Um, I can hear the commitment in your voice, so I'm fired up. Because just recently, you all released the 2022 schedule, and there are going to be a lot of ways for us to engage um, with your very approachable athletes. So give us a quick preview. What are you most excited about in this brand-new schedule that you all put together that is, you know, it's historic in so many ways around the world, there's 34 events, 11 are being played outside of the United States, um, and the purse. The purse well, is uh, growing. The purse is growing. Uh, this is a record purse for us. We announced it at uh, just uh, under uh, about $86 million, and um, I'll just say that that's not the end of it. We've got a couple of sponsors also looking at other opportunities to uh, – to enrich the purse for their events, so more to come there. But um, even at where we are today, it's uh, over $9 million up from what was the historic purse that we announced last year. But in terms of specifics, some, some really important things for, for your fans and, and listeners to, to know about. For the first time, we will have women's professional golf playing at Muirfield for the AIG uh, women's, uh, women's Open over there. So uh, mark that on, on the calendar. That'll be a great event. Uh, we also will be playing the uh, Chevron Championship uh, for the last time at historic Mission Hills. That'll be the 51st year. Uh, people still call that the Dinah for uh, most obvious reasons. And we have such history and such legacy to bring forward from that important event. And then I'll also lift out the KPMG Women's PGA being played at Congressional Country Club this year. Uh, and then just uh, every week, it's like the Olympics for us. Uh, the best in the world uh, participating and competing on some of the best venues as well. So one other point to lift out to your listeners there, Keith, is where the men's professional game has gone in terms of just the uh, prodigious length and, 
uh, how they can uh, eat up some of the more traditional golf courses. That's created an incredible opportunity for the LPGA and some of our events to be showcased at some of the most historic and important courses in the world. And uh, we are very excited about those opportunities. You mentioned the Olympic Club, uh, obviously congressional. Uh, we've had uh, just great venue after venue. And we love bringing our fans to their, those venues and playing them in a way that more golfers play in terms of the yardages, the distances, and the relatability of our game. Yeah, there's one thing that's for sure. In about 20 minutes or so, there's a game that's going to be played out in Las Vegas that I, you and I can't relate to ever, you know, when Brooks takes Bryson on. So I truly... Well, I absolutely can, Keith, except for me, it's a driver, a three-wood, and a wedge. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and God bless those guys. Um, Bryson specifically has taken the game to new heights. But when you start to talk about, and I used the phrase before, you have the most approachable athletes because if someone goes and takes the time to visit one of your events and watches the ladies play, I mean, you're just blown away because it looks like something you could do, but you just can't do it. And and that connection, I think, really is one of the, the best selling parts of, of experiencing the LPGA and paying attention to all the stories that you and your team are creating. Now, thinking of stories, one of the things that I love to do in telling your story is that I love to do a little rapid fire Q&A. It's a tradition here on the pro show. So before I let you go, you up for a, a quick quiz? I think so. All right. Hold on tight. Here we go. <laughs> Be nice to me. It's Thanksgiving, Keith. I have a long memory. I am. Oh, jeez. Oh, See how she threw that in there, Wade? I have a long memory. All right. Well, let's cross this question off. All right. All right we'll start here right. then. As a leader, name one thing you do every day. Uh, take stock of what I'm grateful for. Best book you read in 2021. Uh, I made my way through Infinite Jest. Who wrote it? Uh, David uh, Foster Wallace. On a scale of one to ten, rate your fashion sense. I hope it's an eight. Name a hidden talent you have. I have no hidden talent. Everything is out in the open. Do you have any pets? I've had four golden retrievers. Ooh, what were their names? Sarah, Sage, Logan, and Bailey. All of them were rescue golden retrievers. Oh, that's awesome. I'm a Labrador retriever guy, but um, uh, I'm uh, with we're you. We're cousins. Abs yeah. Absolutely. All right. Outside of your family, name someone you would love to have lunch with. Babe Zaharias. Favorite? Or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I think I have to go with that one first. Okay. Favorite food to eat at the Thanksgiving dinner table? Uh, stuffing. Stuffing. When you hear the acronym LPGA, what's the first image that comes to mind? Swinging lady. I'm the brand executive. Well, you know what? When I hear about the LPGA... I will be listening to the power, the passion, and everything that you have exhibited this afternoon in this interview. You are an amazing brand ambassador for what is going to be golf's number one brand in 2022. I can't thank you enough for coming on the pro show there, Roberta Bowman. 
I've loved it. Thank you so much. And thanks to uh, all of your listeners who are fans of the game. There's so many of them. And I know they feel like they're getting ready for Brooks and Bryson, which means 4 p.m. is just around the corner. Everybody, I appreciate you listening to ESPN 920. We'll be coming back to wrap up today's show with a special weekly update, Thanksgiving edition. The Max Kellerman Show. You know, there was no one there like, hey, where's that guy we just hired? He just stopped showing up suddenly 15 years ago. So he got away with it, 650 Gs. And now he's being sued. I don't know. I, you can't just not show up for work. But, but if he's not, like, doing anything fraudulent and they're just sending him the checks, I mean, why wouldn't he just deposit it in his account? The Max Kellerman Show, weekdays at 2 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Watch exclusively on ESPN+. Join the thousands of golfers who already call Stick and Hack their home for the best golf stories, original podcasts, special events, member perks, and an active community of golfers across North America. Up until now, the golf media landscape lived somewhere between straight PGA coverage or idiots wrecking golf carts. We take a different approach by celebrating all sides of golf, life, and all the ways this amazing game connects Sticks and Hacks every day. Your free membership entitles you to discounts from major brands all over the country while connecting you with like-minded golfers for discussion, tips, or even a round of golf. So head to stickandhack.com and enjoy the world's greatest golf club without the course. St. Jude exceeds any expectation or any dream I could have ever had about a hospital. First was getting David here to save his life. But then I was told we wouldn't get a bill. I didn't quite process that. How's this possible? It's possible through all the wonderful people who donate It's pretty amazing when you consider that seven years ago, we didn't have the treatments we have now. We cure 80% of children with cancer. If you think about that, I mean, go back 50 years, we were curing 20 to 30%. This is the miracle story of modern medicine. The research here is research that we share with everyone else because overall, we want to help all children that have cancer. What makes that possible is people that give to St. Jude. They really help us to fulfill our mission. And we're so grateful to have them on our team. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Get ready for the back nine. As the pro show continues, once again, the director of fun, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to the pro show. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and you're listening to ESPN 920. You know what, Wade? What, Keith? (laughs) When it comes to the LPGA, I think I'm head over heels. All right. While you all are watching Brooks and Bryson, I'll be posting the show on all platforms. Speaking of platforms, why don't you get on Instagram and Twitter and follow me at KJ Stewart PGA. This really cool conversations going on there. Speaking of cool, you can stream the pro show anywhere. 920 ESPN New Jersey dot com. You got you got to hit that listen now button. All right. Make sure you do that. Read the line dot com. It's live. It's up there. And uh, you got to go. You got to go experience it to believe it. You know, it's been a while since I've heard this one. Belinda Carlisle and the girls, huh? Yes. Great choice. Good beat. Enjoy the holiday weekend, everyone. Give it to me. Here we go. If only you could see us in the studio. If synchronized clapping was an Olympic event, 
Uh, I don't you know, think we make the cut. Hey, you know, we have a lot of history on Thanksgiving we when do. it comes when it comes down to the show. Yes, you know, it was just it was just barely a year ago. Speaking of music, right. that we got the the got we got the Black Knight yes. singing. I have that. Hang on. Oh man, I was going through some. Uh, Remember this? Oh yes, yesterday. You're the, you're the best. You're the best. Everybody, now you listen. Can you hear me? Oh, I can yep, hear you. Can hear yes, you. we can hear you there, you, Gary. You listen to these <laughs> black people in South African music. Listen. Wait in a minute, you'll hear how they play. All right. I love this. Give it to us, Gary. <laughs> this is fabulous. <laughs> That's great. He mentioned that story, and we found the, the the music. It was unbelievable. You know, we I was poking and prodding him with music that week because a lot of people don't know this, but back in 1970, Gary Player released an album. Right, right, right. You know, and uh, I I I thought we could get him going. That and was the did. inspiration behind that conversation. Yes, yes. And speaking of inspiration, since it is Black Friday, let's talk about our friends over at TaylorMade. Because they've inspired me to go out and do some shopping and make sure that there's some TM under the tree this very holiday season, you know. So check them out there at uh, TaylorMadeGolf.com. Now, we promised everyone a special Thanksgiving version of the weekly update. So my top five things in 2021 that I am most thankful for in golf. Okay. Little Thanksgiving music. Little, oh, nice touch. Nice touch. <laughs> Number five, J.R. Smith. What you know about rolling down in the deep when you The two-time NBA world champion, most recently in, in 2020 with the Lakers, went to college. The New Jersey native skipped school for the first time and went directly to the NBA. Now he's back and playing golf for the North Carolina A&T Aggies. This is the most positive story in sports this year, including his run-in with the bees during a tournament round. doesn't matter. You can't slow JR down. And I'm telling you, his genuine approach to college has been infectious. And at a time when schools are really struggling with student life, JR has provided them with a spectacular support story. Congrats, JR, and thank you. Number four. Ooh, back to the soothing music. Back to the soothing music. The USA's win at the Ryder Cup. Everything was broken, Wade. We had lost seven of the last nine. Europe can't lose. It was looking dire. We have no chemistry. Our team never makes the big putts when needed. Well, scratch all that. Because by the end of the weekend, history was rewritten. Thank you. It was definitely rewritten. And storylines have completely reversed themselves. I predicted a U.S. win when nobody wanted to touch the U.S. side earlier that week. Wrote a whole story about it. Heck, even even Bryson and Brooks made up. <laughs> Speaking of which, less, less than 10 minutes. All right. We waited three years for this one. And thankfully, we weren't disappointed. Number three, Phil makes history at the 103rd PGA Championship. You know, I guess I guess all it takes is some coffee and a little CBD gum. Absolutely. Uh-huh. That's words to live by. It's like every day. At a time when golf is ready to ordain one of these young superstars as the next coming of, right? A 50-year-old Hall of Famer won the PGA Championship over Brooks and Louie. With that Sunday March up 18, the golf world was released from its pandemic pause of the previous year. 
You know, for 30 years, Phil constantly blew our minds with his maverick style of play. Who knew his encore would come in the version of another major championship? Once a man, if you remember, think way back 20-something years ago, once a man who was plagued by not winning a major, Phil has made them his calling card. And if you were to forget there, Mr. Wade Weezer, he would remind you. He, he'd be Thank the, you. He'd be the first one to remind you for sure. Number two, Jin Young Ko and Nelly Korda fight for LPGA supremacy. So rarely is there direct competition for the world's number one. And though looking ahead, maybe Colin Morikawa and John Rahm might give us some great drama in 2022. The best competitive storyline in golf this year was Jin Young Ko versus Nelly Korda. It was a true heavyweight battle by these two young superstars. Just between the two of them this year, nine wins, one major, a gold medal, 23 top tens in, in just 38 tournaments they participated in, only two missed cuts, and six million in earnings. As Roberta, Roberta said so eloquently mm -hmm. and often during her interview, yes. can't wait till 2022 in the LPGA. Now, number one. Thank you. Number one. And you can probably guess what this one is there, Mr. Wade Weezer. The number one thing I'm thankful for on the pro show, Tiger announces this past Sunday to the world, he's back. On Sunday morning, Tiger Woods released his first social media post in months. In 24 hours, over 7 million people had viewed it. It just so happened to have him hitting a golf shot. You know, in a season where we could have a top 50 list, forget top five, right. of items to be thankful for in golf. We are all most thankful that he's alive and that he's walking around again. Thank you. So now seeing him hit golf shots and the possibility of a comeback less than a year after his horrific car accident. Uh, well, I don't know about you, Wade, but my Christmas list is complete. Thank you. And that's your pro show Thanksgiving update for the week ending November 26th, 2021. You know, speaking of being thankful, we have to be super thankful for our sponsors, right? Yes. TaylorMade Golf, who always supports us and uh, puts up with the weekly update, you know? <laughs> Put it that way. Yes. You know, thankfully, we're just big enough to be under their radar. Right. You know, when it, when it really comes down to it. Once they finally listen to everything, <laughs> wait, what are we paying for? No, <laughs> it's, no it's, <laughs> that's a joke. Could be, could be, you know? <laughs> Uh, of course, this time of year makes us think of people like foundations and the New Jersey Golf Foundation does a tremendous job taking care of us. I can't thank Chris Hunt and his team over there for all the leadership and for all the effort they put in year in and year out growing the game here in the Garden State. So thanks to them. And of course, thanks to Summit Golf Brands. Um, I'm not wearing their hoodie today. I've got the LPGA on, but I've, I've got a, a Beedratty t-shirt on underneath, and uh, they keep me well-clothed, which I know no one appreciates more than you there. Um, their well stuff's played. great, and heading into the holiday season, if you're looking for something fun and comfortable in golf, uh, look to our friends at Summit Golf Brands, because whether it's men's or women's, um, they actually pay attention to the audience base and the clientele that exists in golf nowadays. So if you're shopping for somebody that's you know older or younger, They've got what it takes between all their four brands. So check them out. And, uh, well, you know what, Wade Weezer? I know I'm going to go check out Brooks and Bryson, but uh, whatever you're up to the rest of this holiday weekend, happy Thanksgiving, my friend. Yes, sir. Right back at you, you and your family. And all the best to all of my listeners. I hope you all gorged yourself yesterday, and today you're staying away from uh, the parking lot pandemic. <laughs> all right. Stick with the leftovers and some uh, adult beverages. Well, when it comes down to traditions, you know I have one more on the pro show. So before I go, I'm going to leave you all 
all with one brief thought about gratitude. Quite simply, the more you give thanks, the more you will have in your life to be thankful for. I'm your host, Keith Stewart, and this is The Pro Show. Thanks for joining us for today's show. The Pro Show with Keith Stewart returns to the team next Friday at 3 on ESPN 920.